Beautiful, beautiful day to you all. Thank you so much for joining Inspired with Q today. Really looking forward to this, our uh, Nargle show without Jane and Billy. We can't thank them enough for being our way showers for this incredible, incredible time for us all. And this is Q, Inspired with Q. And we have lots to talk about today. And I, I thank you so much for joining me. And I'll start today with uh, a legacy declaration from one of the greatest people that has uh, addressed the United States of America and no doubt the world. And this is for the world as follows. Uh, The spirit of life pulsing through every being of light represents the foundation of the original United States Constitution and the world. The grace of our creator moving through our forefathers formed this sacred covenant. To govern is to direct. The director of life can only be the spirit within each individual in alignment with the natural laws of this universe. The United States Constitution was written for the people to ensure the people are the directors of their own lives by natural law. Life must abide by these natural laws to enforce our human rights, true justice, domestic tranquility, common defense, general welfare, and the blessings of liberty for all of us. No true man or woman alive in honor would resist or refuse these basic freedoms for humanity, our sovereignty, for we are born in great love and reverence for each other to once again hold our divinity and majesty as as the center of our reality. We reverse the dark spell that has corralled consciousness away from its true path. Embracing the intrinsic sovereignty of creation, we're engaged with the natural laws of our universe. Life is renewed as we unify in unconditional love, celebrating a world created for the people by the radiant light within each spirit that this nation under God shall have, this world under God shall have a new birth of freedom and that government of the people, by the people, for the people, shall not perish from this earth. It's up to us now. And that was President Abraham Lincoln, Gettysburg Address, November 19th, 1893. Uh, Those words are absolutely more prominent today than ever. Please, please look on forthepeople.space. The webpage is forthepeople.space. It was made for all of us. It is proof that consciousness is here to support you and be one with you. And if it's on that webpage, it's been vetted very, very thoroughly. Thank you. Thank you. So today we shall play, can't wait to play, because today we have a special guest with me in, in uh, let's say, in, in uh, mediating radio uh, training, and she is here to support us, assist us, and give us great, great, um, we'll say, uh, lust for life and absolute abundance of support and appreciation would our new uh, 
radio support person like to help us who'd like to stay anonymous. I wonder who she is. Say hello, please. Hello, everybody. That's it? That's it. No songs? No, definitely no songs. All right. <laughs> Blessings to you. Thank you for helping me. Of course. Very exciting. Good day to everybody listening. Sounds like a little strange, right? But we'll get over it. All right. Today, a uh, couple items um, I want to uh, uh, help with today, support, assist. Um, that is my 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 guest speaker today, that is our passion uh, to get us uh, get us uh, more and more energy all the time, and it's it's quite exciting to get to do this. Um, we're doing very well. Uh, I want to give everybody support. We're, we're really we're really figuring this out. So, I think the first item on today's I'll, I, I'll probably read a couple agenda points so we can stay organized. Um, the, the first agenda points, uh, housekeeping, I want to say is, um, there's several people I owe thanks to, and I will, I will get to that here in the future. Uh, many, many people have helped me monetarily, uh, blessings, love, support, hugs, etc. And we will, I will acknowledge, uh, all of the, all of you soon, a lot of work staying on top of these things here. Hang on, I've lost my notes because we're going to play uh, internet games here. Forgive me. Um, the The first line items that I want to talk about is uh, project review with Q. And um, so we're we're now, as you can see, we're rolling we're rolling over uh, this radio show to be uh, a really nice platform for us to archive our successes as we go into the new world with the RV. And I'm going to give you some updates on the RV, um, some of the, some experiences uh, that are ongoing, so you can check my words. If you don't, if you don't have you know ready, ready uh, information, it gets a little frustrating. And so I want to make sure I'm of, of good service. Uh, and I forget how much of us are locked out of the, the the stories here. And and so with great respect and appreciation, any. Any and all people, if you have questions going forward, we'll, we'll, we're going to have a nice place for you to um, have a facilitator to, to field them. But in the meantime, here's the points I'm going to work on today based on uh, your request. Uh, where are we in the RV? Um, how do we relate to understanding and working with quantum computers? Uh, conscious computers, what I would prefer to see, especially uh, with the gateways and how they, they work. So I'm going to do a little history on on quantum gateways. Uh, I'd like to use a different definition, maybe a conscious gateway. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit about your new abilities um, as obviously and concurrently you're going through the ascension cycle um, every 2,000 years. Plus or minus, that, that's normal for a planet like this. Um, and I assure you there is an easier way. And, and I've been through um, several financial uh, revitalization systems, I'll say. Um, we're tired of being slaves. Uh, end of story. And, and we're going we're gonna to put this to an end uh, real quick here. Uh, so your new abilities are very important to me. So I'll discuss that today. Um, I'm going to I'm going to show you how to qualify 
yourself going forward. And that's going to be one of the primary reasons for project review with Q is you're going to get um, a good, good understanding how your life can be managed with your new divinity that's always been with you. Uh, but you're getting more of your powers back, for lack of better definition. And it does take a little practice to to have faith and uh, using them day in and day out when our legacy um, commitments and challenges and responsibilities are overlapping in our new our new understanding of ourselves. So I'll talk about that today. Um, with Project Review, we are going to implement a project tracking and feedback um, so we can see lessons learned um, and, and as well uh, look at where the successes are and get alignment with, with our, our purposes. So I'll talk about that today. Uh, it's very important that people come forward that are, that are in business uh, that are struggling. Those are really important for all of us. And I encourage you all to be very brave. This is not a place to be judged when you're doing Inspiration with Q Project. This is a place for us all to support each other. And uh, it's, it is quite fascinating when we all get together and have a common direction. This thing is going to explode. And don't think you know which direction it's going to come from because we are so unbelievably powerful it's going to happen i guarantee you uh the other the other items i'll talk to you about today is uh, how we align projects with needs resource and ideas and goals i'll go a little light on that because i'll save that for the project review project review with q segment we'll get two in the weeds today about that uh but uh, the last item is um, talking some about uh, project tr- transparency and so we can all, and that'll be the value of project with Q is you're, you're going to have an archivable system is our goal to make sure you always can have a template to, to lean on uh, because we'll consider you all teachers now too and administrators. So, so first I'll, I'll, I'll re-summate what a project re- project review with Q is about. Uh, And then we'll discuss the first line item of where we are in the RV. Um, Project review with Q is an interactive project portal. And we want to host it on BBS media platform. We're almost done with negotiations there. And we really want this to be a service. So you, we can all guide each other and, and learn from, you know, sample projects week in and week out. Um, we'll see how, how many people get signed up and we'll dictate the, the volume we can get, get done each week, each month, whichever we decide. And all of us are going to decide. It's not going to be me. We're going to collectively make these decisions uh, through our excitement. Um, Project Q is to, again, uh, forgive me, this is a little redundant, but I just want to make sure everybody's aware um, I'm one of the counselors on your planet to help you make the transition um, from a intrinsic human being decision-making process to a spiritual faith-based decision-making individual, which is your normal state of being, and that is peace energy. So, um, so that's a good component of what Project Review with Q is going to be about is is providing an opportunity to network and collaborate with 
some of the most cutting edge humanitarian projects over the planet. It is intended to be a gathering place where revolutionary technology, innovation, and information services are funded, supported, and shared freely for humanitarian purposes. And so first up, where are we in the RV? So I want to, I want the RV has to occur first and I'll, I'll explain to you why, uh, because you, you don't, you've had a competition for uh, the value of everything here for a very long time. And so obviously when you compartmentalize means of exchanges all over the world in different countries, um, you get to uh, blackmail anybody you want. And then when, of course, this is old news, you guys know what a, uh, not gender specific, you know what a fiat currency is. You, you know it's, it's designed to create debt. It's a debt, debt slavery system. Well, we're, we're tired of talking about it. We'll move on with that. So what's, what's fun now is um, you are going to see that when you make choices where you're at in the evolution of, of humanity, when you make choices that you don't prefer, things aren't working too well for you. Something goes a little sideways. It doesn't feel right, but I got to do it because, gosh darn it, I got to pay rent. Things of that nature aren't going to work too well for you now because you're 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 far more powerful now. Um, you'll get you'll get sick. Um, whether it's because you're on a very emotional planet, and now you're the source of divinity in you um, is competing against that because you're you're used to being at, at peace. Very very peaceful or you're creating. And so I want to remind everybody that, but um, the reason this is important is we'll do a quick history lesson. Um, forgive me, history lesson. Uh, what has been given to humanity to, to help it is uh, a computer system, the, uh, excuse me, a gateway to your collective consciousness. Uh, forgive me if this is redundant. Got a lot of folks that are new to a lot of these understandings. Again, take from me what you want and throw away what you don't. Be here because you're inspired. Leave if you're not. And uh, uh, with grace, I, I thank you for hearing me thus far. The, the gateways are uh, a a fairly redundant tool for debt slavery or lack of consciousness planets in our universe. Uh, they're very effective. So in Earth's case or uh, modern Western world education system um, has been designed to be as misinformation. So uh, all, of, all of your education system is designed to be misinformation. Um, the medical industry is misinformation. Um, construction industry, engineering industry is misinformation. And um, many, many intrinsic tools, measurement, means of exchange, everything here is to distract you. Yet a few people got some quality information so that they could control you. And again, you can thank your, the people who managed your Silicon Valleys, your your computers, um, you know the suspects, the same old game. Those folks 
had access to a lot of the legacy information that's been hidden from you of about our universe, where you come from, the billions and billions and billions of civilizations around the universe um, who consider us um, uh, stinky little stepchildren, which is which is inappropriate. Um, most most civilizations say they've had to evolve, and well, you do too. Mr. Earth beings, and you have the right to experience that in, in, a, in, in your own free will. You're just like us. You're your source, your divinity. Anyway, this gift is given to you and then hidden to you for a very long time. Or this gateway, universal knowledge and consciousness, is a gateway intended to get you caught up before you do it organically. So everybody on the planet, like it or not, is getting the truth. So there is going to be a day in the near future where you know everything in the universe. Everything. Just by querying on a computer. Now, what if someone on planet Earth had that already and didn't want to share that with you? Now, what if people on the planet have it and want to give it to you they might be kind of scared if uh, if you give Q a monster truck a billion dollars and every answer on, in the universe, he could be a little dangerous. So there, what you're seeing here as it relates to the RV is how how we are going to transition. See a lot of the, what of what it's left of some of these governments. They want you to have this, but they don't know how to tell you that your whole life has been a lie. And that's not very fair because we're all self-creators and, and we indoctrinate or accept information the way we want to. And so at some level, we have to take um, blame because anything outside of ourselves is outside of ourselves. And we are we are the only ones accountable for ourselves. And And passionately, I love that. We're all God. We're all from source and we can make our choices and it's exciting. It's what makes this universe so amazing that we can make good choices, bad choices. It doesn't really matter. We have duality. We have everything. So with that, I want to, that's an encouraging statement because people are taking great care to make sure everyone gets this ability, not just a few. And in the meantime, as we go through the ascension cycle, you're getting all of your knowledge back anyway. And so these conscious gateways that have been given to planet Earth and, and um, are just a way to, let's say, pump up the tires a little bit until the ascension cycle is complete. So this, this type of human is going to go and is going through some very vast changes very relatively quickly because we are so low in frequency in these type of bodies. So this is, this is fairly, so the changes that we experience versus higher frequency beings in, in their ascension cycle isn't as dramatic as what we're going to go through, what we are going through. And so you're starting to feel that, you know, there's many, many ascension symptoms we all experiencing. I look forward to talking to those in the future. Uh, so uh, some of these things in the Bible do have some truth to them. And, but at the end of the day, you're, you're, o- you're only, the only th- thing you can hang your hat on is you, your faith, your knowledge is coming through your heart center. 
That's that's how spirit, that's how divinity works, not through your mind. And and so this is the this is the great responsibility and great opportunity I get is to remind you how we usually uh, conduct ourselves when we're not in this type of body and how this body is changing very quickly. And um, this is absolutely so much fun because I, I assure you the end of the, the road here is unbelievable. It's absolutely incredible. I assure you. So uh, my, my beginner uh, moderator, do you have any points or questions on that entrance, that introduction? Uh, carry on, carry on for now, please. Boy, you sound familiar. <laughs> um, you're going to have to come up with jokes because people are looking for entertainment too. Okay, so. <laughs> um, so I think the the opportunity we have now is to start um, not putting too much blame on a lot of these organizations that we claim are governing men meant to govern men, etc. But, you know, we get to pick what we want now. And that's what I look forward to in Project Review is how do we, what does our new governance look like, which really should just be a resource, uh, a, a resource holding pin for us all. Obviously, there's no such thing as a, a value or a means of exchange of something. All the resources on the planet are yours. And um, it makes it makes me feel good about that, that we're getting to that realization that nobody owns anything here, especially uh, especially the people that are trying to control us, and namely uh, the aliens that we deal with every day that we may not be aware of and that I'm very aware of. Um, continuing with the RV uh, and the gateway system that was given to the earth. Um, I'll give you a quick history lesson. We're going to do a deep dive on this, as I promised in the future. One of the areas where gateways were given to earth was what you're calling Area 51. Area 51, um, as you may have heard me say with uh, uh, Billy, as the former commander there, um, what I would call Area 51 is a collaboration center for multiple races. Um, the reason uh, most of these races don't have much time for you is they consider Earth theirs. You're the new kids. You're absolutely um, not really that valuable to them at all. You don't know much, and um, they kind of like that. They don't really care one way or the other. This is their planet. Uh, there's exceptions. There's there's some most benevolent uh, individuals that have lived here and don't live here anymore. Um, they would never they'd never interfere with your development, and that's why I get this question a lot. How come no one's coming to help us? Because then again, you'd be looking for a savior outside yourself. When's Calvary come? Well, you, we know we know we know it's you. Uh, does the moderator have a comment or a question? Oh, I was just going to say, um, I know you've been asked a lot about higher frequency beings from other planets coming to help us here on Earth, um, and you've kind of explained it here and there. Um, but, yeah, my understanding is 
that they are, in fact, there are many people here supporting us beings, but not so much coming down to direct us, steer us and hold our hand. Is it true to say that it's more that they're in, you could say they're in our atmosphere, sending us lots of light and helping increase our frequency, but they're not going to overstep their bounds because how would we, how would we learn and grow and ascend if, um, if they came in and made a big change for us? I just hear a lot of people would love someone to come and be our hero and step in and make a big change because we've been enslaved for so long and we need a helping hand, but it couldn't work that way, could it? So, so when you, when you make that comment or question, you're saying the, the others are so advanced, they know better than to stop mm-hmm. advancement of any race because it's our desire which way we want to advance. We could advance to be blithering idiots, couldn't we? Right. We could advance to be just ding dong. Is that what you mean by that? Right, right. So, looks like we've done a good job of that. <laughs> yeah, so it's not that they're not here, it's not that they don't care, it's just that that, that would be. That would be completely wrong if they came in and did, had big events. You hear these videos of people saying they're going to come down and help us and slay all the darkness and whatnot, and there has been so much help that we won't be able to grow and ascend if we don't do it ourselves, and it takes time. And Yeah. Right, and uh, very that's an outstanding uh, point. So uh, thank you for keeping me on track there. So why that's important for me is – you have you have a gateway of consciousness for your planet and now the multiverse, all in one bucket. Um, what are you going to do with it? And who's going to decide to give everybody all this information or withhold it and tell several several billion people that um, there's uh, Mr. Caesar made uh, the the ruler, and there really is no way to measure anything. If there's no such thing as time or space. And by the way, your chemical data sets are one of 1% of what's actually in the universe. So when you start looking at your past, and this is part of the history I want to make sure um, is household information is these, these gateways, um, when they were distributed to you were intended to go to all the humanity. And instead you got iPhones. And so that's my facetious statement. Not, not real happy about that. Um, because I was there and I know how, I know what agreements were made. And there was other people that are very aware of these agreements all over the planet. And area 51 wasn't the only place. And one of those was Mr. John Kennedy. And so many people talk about John Kennedy um, being assassinated because of the money mafia. Well, that's one part of it. But the biggest reason is because um, they knew that there is such thing as uh, quantifiable conscious capabilities here. So all technology in the universe is here. There's no such thing as lack of anything when you have this information you can instantly do many things another another family that knew that too was the trump family um you you just can't believe what's been put in front of your computers and televisions because half of it is embellished um cut it and pasted uh none of 
it, it's very difficult to trust any media because it comes through one service. It's called the internet. So uh, even this, this communication, uh, great care is taken making sure it makes it to you. Who knows what happens after you get it though and so forth. So, the reason Area 51 is so important to all of us and why you're not getting in there is because other other folks live there, and they've lived there a long time, a very long time, and they have a lot of information. And they don't live there except when they come back for a vacation. They come and go whenever they want. Um, and no one's going to stop them, uh, at least not uh, the technology you've been shown. And these are the, the we're going to need to get used to the fact that there are billions and billions of 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 uh, people all over this universe, and uh, you're going to have that access very soon. You're going to get it independently, and you're going to get it with a conscious computer. And that's why it's important for us to start um, start strategizing in our own way. Our so, commenter has a comment. Our commentator—that's. Are you a commentator? So even though we say, even though we say we're not getting um, hands-on help as such from the higher frequencies, we are in many ways because that is what the QFS is all about—the Jubilee, the RV. That is an acceleration from higher frequencies and technology from. That is help, isn't it? So they're just helping how they can in a way that doesn't interfere too much, but gives us a little boost out of our debt slavery system and can change things and also one I, that was more of a statement but I wanted to ask how do we make sure that uh with the with the new resources resources flowing in uh with jubilees etc that um, we don't go back to our old ways yeah that's a great comment so uh from the outside looking in I I do have that responsibility and privilege um, we look like we made these choices from most races that are uh, observing or benevolent, uh, certainly several of the councils. Uh, I believe most people call them the Galactic Federation. We've made these choices. We keep indoctrinating them every day. We keep using a Federal Reserve note as an example. We keep using gasoline. These are our choices. We're, we're, div- we're divine beings. We can make whatever choice we want. Nothing exists that I said already. And so the 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 QFS is a great tool for us to start working our natural horsepower of, of divine faith. And the, the quantum financial system is only a subset of the conscious computing capability you have now. So if you know where, where everybody's money is, as an example, you'd know who has all the money and who's controlling it. Well, again, I have said it on the other shows. When Don Trump says we have it all, he's not kidding. Now, how do we get it to everybody constructively um, while our consciousness catches up? And so that that's a tough question for a lot of these countries is, okay, why don't we start with freeing humanity with from the debt slavery system? But you're still... You still got got the issue of how do we get them the technology so they don't have to go to the grocery store every day, so they re re uh, reinstate the natural laws of of synchronicity and growing their own food and supporting and and showing everyone that when you grow your own food, you actually can sustain life far more robustly, be in peace much easier, uh, 
the unnecessary urgencies go away when you don't have to uh, struggle for survival. I'm, I'm in agreement with that. I um, Obviously, everyone's heard me say I'm not a fan of money whatsoever. Uh, but we're going to use this tool. This is what's so great about doing this is we're going to actually use the tool to condemn the tool. And that's a project review with Q. Any comments or commentator? Oh, well, about project review with Q, I was going to ask um, how will people understand how to use their consciousness in relation to the RV? And um, with project review, oh, I'll keep it at that for now. Okay, so how are we going to teach people? So um, there'll be a the, the sample projects that we'll have been waiting for this a long time loaded in the queue <laughs> the uh the project examples we're going to start with uh we, we need everyone to show up by the way so um what 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 you'll see is you'll see some live projects that um will be going through the redemption process you're calling it um because of the way they interact with their projects. Um, if you want to call them humanitarian, volunteerism, uh, conscious collectives, it doesn't really matter the titles or clubhouse they come from. Just the, the way in which these projects are being fulfilled is based on the way they look at themselves, the world, the universe, and work with the natural powers that you have now, synchronicity. And that's what God gave you, which you created. And so keep me on, keep me on topic if you don't mind, but the, the QFS um, is, a, is really a learning process because um, now that you realize that there's no lies, there's no hidden truth, uh, things get a lot easier, a lot easier. And money is one of those things. Another comment? Is that how we'll? Um, is that how the new ways won't go back to the old ways because we'll be using our consciousness and our heart and not our mind energy? Right. So many people that are going through ascension symptoms, um, very difficult to lie to them. As example, so you're all getting your knowledge back, and in the meantime, having a conscious computer is going to help you. And what about those of us, half the population or more, I don't know, I'm just speculating, that aren't living through their heart centre and are fully using their mind and or cloned out or <laughs> all the rest of it? How does the new system work when they, they'd all be using it too? Oh, that's easy. We'll just send them to Australia. <laughs> that's where we put all the people that don't behave, don't that's, we? That's not true. <laughs> I don't know. I think it came in. That was a made up lie. (laughs) Well, we only discovered it in 1600. So it was just a magical event. Apparently, we didn't know it existed. Um, And of course, that'll be one of the things you're going to learn about is there's other people on the planet that don't want you to go to their house and can't wait for us to talk to those folks because uh, they want to help and uh, they want to help all of us. So with all the resources coming in after, you know, when redemption starts and the um, the QFS, the RV, everything like that, I guess it starts with humanitarian projects. But with the resources coming in and we all know we've just got just endless, endless resources on this planet, 
how, how do we, how, when so many people are and still in a low frequency here, is it the high frequency beings, high frequency people such as ourselves and the people listening and many others, will we be holding them and helping raise them and making sure we don't go back into greed and, you know, debt slavery with more, more money and resources coming in? Yeah, great. And so she, I, I, I love the question because we're, we're going to learn to share again and, and be one as, as the same. The, let's give some, a couple updates regarding the reevaluation. So obviously globally, if you're going to keep using a means of exchange system, um, the first thing that has to do is standardize uh, a means of value um, so that everybody's um, exchange currency, whatever you'd like to use for exchange, uh, is is equal. Uh, I know the financial analysts would like to comp make it really complicated inflationary deflationary systems, but at the end of the day, a gallon of milk in America should cost the same in Vietnam and so forth. And by the way, uh, the 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 product should be. Uh, standardized in perfect health and energetics. So we've got a, got a lot of opportunities there for all of us to come up with projects that support the, that statement and how we survive with, with our natural, our, our nature, our food supply, and so forth. But one, one thing you can check on the progress of the RV is uh, th- this is uh, uh, a day old. I'll show you. Here's a perfect example of how the banks have um, died on the vine. So the RV is designed, so I'll speak about North America predominantly here. This is not a standardized statement for the world, but so in North America, uh, all your banks are dying on the vine. Some of that information getting to you is accurate. Um, Here's an example of that. Um, Yesterday I observed somebody receive a check from an, the largest American bank, one of the largest American banks in America, and it was a cashier's check. So that's in America, that's as good as cash for us. Uh, that person took the check to another country and opened a bank account in another bank because that bank is not affiliated in the other country, went to open a bank account and deposit the check. And uh, it is a nominal amount of money. And the bank said, that's great. We'll take your U.S. funds and we'll put it into the, the country's funds that we have, except we're going to put, we're going to put a two month hold on the check. Now, this happened yesterday, folks. So, uh, what's, what that means to most people is, oh, well, that's, that's the process banks do to make sure that it's re- redeemable. So there's no shenanigans going on in the exchange rate stays the same. So two things happen there when a bank holds your check for two months, country to country. One, uh, they don't have any money. They don't have any money, period, and they got to come up with money. Two, uh, they're betting on the exchange rate changing over that duration of two months. And most likely won't give you the uh, real-time exchange rate. So essentially, these banks are now on islands, and the only reason they're surviving now is so that you can still use the system while the new system is coming in place. So, uh, again, as you travel around the globe now, you'll notice it's harder to to get out of your country. It's harder to get into countries. And primarily that is because the banks 
um, don't have uh, currency to to trade properly. They're 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 dust. They're done. They they can't make money off your money anymore. And by the way, there isn't any. It's been condemned. So anyway, play with that information. That's a good one to to prove. There's many other many other ways to prove that the banks are now in compartments on their own little islands, and they can't um, they can't even barter within each other because they, there's no more printing press. Does the commentator have a question there? Uh, so in in the uh, for lack of better words, I'll just call it new earth or new times we're coming into. Um, all that will change, obviously, and we'll go back to using the new money, the cash, and everything won't be so digital and smartphone-based and all that, I hope. We'll go back to our roots a little more. Yeah, so that that's a really fun question. Thank you very much. That's a really fun question because here's what, here's what you look like when you're in a more advanced uh, – be, being at this low of frequency is a incredible privilege uh, because you can stay um, in let's say a more committed form so this is this is pretty fun when you start looking at all the dimensions you've been in frequencies whatever you, words you like there but essentially your computers are reading your your iPhone is reading consciousness right now it's just not giving you anything back it's just taking from you so as you can imagine the next set of computers you get it's going to give collective conscious back to you and so yes to your point you really don't need a monetary system in the long haul because nobody owns anything. So the, the biggest opportunity we have here is to remove identity, birth certificates, social security numbers. They're, 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 they are black magicians tricks to control uh, the pig pen. Um, everybody that has a social security number is a slave. That's what it was created for. Everyone who has a birth certificate uh, and a footprint on a piece of paper and registered with any municipality is, is a slave in, in almost every civilization around the universe. So getting everybody sovereign and supporting each other is really my great passion. Is, does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, it does. Thank you. And so um, going forward here, um, it's real exciting to see how um, conscious computing um, can be shanghaied and control a lot of folks and then trickled out to all of us is what you've seen over the last hundred years. Oh my gosh, we now have anti-gravitic technology. Oh my gosh, we have the iPhone 12. Well, you've had it for thousands and thousands and thousands of years. And so, so that's, I don't want to take you off topic too much, but in the, on the subject of uh, smartphones and how detrimental they can be or definitely are in my opinion will we will there be a change into something similar because we're all everybody's addicted to the convenience of them but like a change to a more quantum um quantum healthy (laughs) smartphone so to speak that isn't spying on us and implanting thoughts in our mind and derailing our day and our emotions and all the rest of it that the smartphones are completely here for that one reason one reason only as we know yeah, uh, that's a really powerful question because we're going to get used to trusting our inner faith to make decisions anymore, and you're not going to need your smartphones anymore other than um, general reference. Uh, Star Trek is probably the best 
best reference, the, the, the original TV series um, in the 70s, early 70s. Um, you use your flip phone to talk to the spaceship. Uh, that's about all you're going to need phones for because you're going to have so much knowledge. You're going to have so much resources, uh, technology. So you're going to favor uh, what, what happens in most races, most civilizations, is you recognize how valuable your planet is and living one with it. Um, and so getting a new car is not going to have um, any real value because they're all the same. They have four wheels and they have an engine. So wouldn't we all want to just hang out on the beach instead? I mean, if you don't need to go to work to survive, don't you naturally do things you prefer? Right. So uh, in the meantime, before everybody is telepathic and doesn't need a phone, <laughs> in the meantime, will the good guys be coming out with something that's safer than all these smartphones because I don't find them safe at all. Is there going to, do you think there'll be something in the meantime that's safer? Yeah. The, yeah. And so your, is your question regarding artificial intelligence? Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> and so that, that's exactly what these quantum computers are, except you've removed the artificial because if it's everyone's thoughts, um, obviously telepathy is, is a very rudimentary understanding of how consciousness works that's just the beginning that's just that's just the human condition has telepathy but spirit has unlimited unlimited knowledge as you get more of it more does that answer your question yeah so we'll cross our fingers for a quantum phone or a q phone <laughs> or we'll just get rid of phones completely even better okay look there's I, the I, I i tell the jokes right now, go right? back to the landline okay uh, so, all right. In training here, let's get one thing straight. I tell the jokes. Okay. All right. It's my show. Let's keep it straight here. You're in training. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, the, uh, the opportunities are so massive now and, and we get to choose that now. We are going to choose that. Um, if there's no more lies. And so this is what the bad guys. Uh, so, so most of the bad guys intrinsically, uh, they know it's over. And um, they're cutting, cutting and running. Uh, but I notice that the aliens are, are, are happy. And that does concern me. Uh, the way they blend themselves into society um, the reason I call them aliens and or dark aliens is because they're hiding um, in a way that blends into our society and pretends like um, they're not controlling us when they are because they can send mind control thoughts into everybody's heads through uh, iPhones and or other uh, technology scaler and otherwise. So, I want to remind everybody when you use your faith, when you use your heart, when you, when you're inspired, uh, these beings cannot keep up with us. They don't even have a chance. And if we all get on board, um, as an example, project review with Q and we make this transition, uh, absolutely, absolutely brilliant things are going to happen. Does that make sense? 
Most folks, um, again, forgive me for being um, redundant. Most folks have probably three, arguably 5% of the capabilities of themselves due to the restrictions of DNA. And so you can grow your DNA or otherwise. Um, So 2,000 years ago, um, we had far more capability before the last ascension cycle uh, shoulder. So that's why we look like Siri of the galaxy. I'll steal from Mr. Swerdlow's topics. Um, So you have a lot of mind control here from people who have far more capability. So the only reason I have my memories back, uh, not only from the implants being removed from me, is I have less restrictions from DNA and or you can have more DNA that supports you or less DNA that doesn't hinder you. You can go both ways, as I've said before. And notice that we're remembering everything and we're only using possibly 10% of our processing capability in our mind. So that's going to be reversed. You're going to have 100% capability of your your, uh, source and or the DNA isn't going to restrict you. And the mind is just going to be a tool to observe the knowledge you have. That's, That's a good description of ascension for me is you're going to use your heart center to make decisions and your mind is there to observe and uh, pick and choose what what uh, areas you in your house you left your car keys. That's about it. You don't really need a lot of memory once you know how to uh, sort information through your heart. You're all going to be geniuses, if, and I consider everybody brilliant genius now. Can you explain that in uh, more detail? So, because obviously forever you've been explaining to live through your heart and not your mind, so through your spirit energy. Um, but like that, come that boils down to every little small decision that I don't know if people are realizing all the little decisions during their day. So m- doing things they don't want to do or have to do is that is that essentially keeping them at a lower frequency? And when they just say, you know what, we're not doing it. School, I don't know, the school run stresses me out. My kids hate it. They cry every morning, as an example. You know what? Let's just quit. Let's take them all out of school. Let's whatever whatever the example might be, and everybody's happy and at peace. Does that lift everybody to a higher frequency? Because we've now we've now listened to our hearts, not our mind. Because our mind would say, No, we need, we have to do this. We need the we need the education or whatever. This is just an example, but can you explain how every little decision in life, why that matters so much, making the decision through your heart, not your mind, in yeah. relation to ascension? Yeah, that's a great question. I, I, several months ago, we did a show regarding timelines. And so that's why the mind is so powerful here. Um, and there's so little information for you. Is uh, If we can get you emotional in your decision-making process, that does not originate from excitement, passion, joy. And we can get you to make decision based on fear, doubt, unsuredness, guilt, greed, uh, lust. Uh, we can get you on timelines that you can't see um, the end of the road. So if I want to control humanity in, in 500-year cycles, I'm going to make sure they don't know to use their inspiration and 
make it so they can think their way through life. And that's the only way they think the body and the spirit works. So you have it right for me in that if all of us, as an example, come to Project Review with Q and use their hearts to, to make their decisions, they don't have to think about what's the right step and what's the wrong step. It will come and flow naturally. And the more we support it, more we observe it, the more we exercise with it, it's unbelievably fast, just so, so, so explosive. The more of us is more. And that's that. More is more, isn't it? It is. It is. Thank you. Is that a marsupial you're holding? No? <laughs> right. Okay. Okay, and so anyway, um, so let's see how we're doing on time here. I want to make sure we get some nuts and bolts on the RV, uh, excuse me, project review with Q. I think I'll dive into that. Let me. Uh, okay, so as we near project review with Q, we'll reach out to all the organizations now so you can expect um, us starting to call. We've got some people, volunteers already. Um, it's I want to encourage everybody, regardless of where you're at in a specific desire, everyone who shows up is welcome. And yet the people who have already projects defined with average groups, um, let's not reinvent the wheel. Just be prepared. If you want to get ahead of the game here, what we'd like you to do is have a three-page presentation, can be PowerPoint, PDF, or otherwise, and limit it to three-page maximum, please, and get get a, a summary statement, maybe a visual aid, and whatever you feel is important to advance your project. So don't make a Bible out of this or a piano out of this. Just have three pages or less to discuss your, your project. If you do not have a project, you are equally as valuable. You're three pages. Look, I love to do this, and I love to support this. Uh, and be prepared to talk a little about yourself. So it can be a, as small and tiny or as massively huge as it doesn't matter as you want, as you wish. Phone checks. Right. So, you, so we'll, we'll all learn as we track these projects and the decisions we make in them you make in them, you will notice that um, you don't, no, no one project is more valuable than the other. So uh, some people love to, to bead. Some people love to support making beads. Some people like to make chains for the beads, etc. Those, those folks are really important uh, because a lot of us don't know how to make beads or chains and so forth yet, and they don't necessarily want to run a con company or uh, their understanding of administrating de deliverables. They just want to make their chains and beads. That's incredibly valuable in every in every level of life. So, so with the humanitarian projects, on that note, um, I think I, I, this is yeah. So, do many many people think humanitarian project means? Uh, project to help the earth and humanity in some way obviously that example you gave wasn't really helping humanity but it could be somebody's passion are they are the projects supposed to be directly to help humanity and the earth or can they be 
somebody's passion and indirectly helping people. That's correct. Thank you. Um, so it, as we can see, we, we all need each other. And um, uh, you can sit on your mountaintop, but eventually someone's going to burn down your forest you're in. So we need to, <laughs> that's probably not the greatest joke there, but you, you, you're on a planet with, with other folks. And like it or not, they have lots of passions too that may not be yours. And, but they all, we all have one thing in common and it's never going to leave you ever. And that is you're a creative force from God. And that is given to you and it works perfectly and is never, ever going to change. There's no way to stop source. There's no way to stop light. There's no way to stop your passion if you make it your primary decision-making process. Does that answer your question? Yeah, thank you. The, uh, the opportunities we have here are um, really look a little different to me, and I do my best to, uh, to explain them. Um, primarily, where you're at in your ascension cycle concurrently with the evolution of this version of man is going really fast. They're both complementing each other very well, and that's why there's so much attention on us. When we all talk about listening to participate in, uh, in this case, Project Review Q, if you just take one desire from one person who is absolutely excited about their passion and you all listen to it, you actually make wind in their sails that is so bodacious you can't measure it. So when we envision Jim, who wants to invent a new hay baler, and it will help all the farmers of the world bale hay, hay, and then you envision it, God has given you a divine tool as you envision it, you dream about it collectively, that's all of us, it appears even faster. So just because one person has a dream and it's not your dream, doesn't make it any slower in its manifestation process. It actually makes it faster, even if you don't even like the idea. Just knowing it exists, this is how powerful you are now and where you're at in your ascension cycle. I'll tell you a story, and these are some of the tools you're going to get back. Um, this is an ascension story that's only a couple weeks old. There is no such thing as time, and there's no such thing as space. Okay, We've heard, You've heard me say it a thousand times. So God, that's you you're dreaming what you're doing right now. Nothing more, nothing less. You're excited about listening to QBabble again, whatever it is. You've made the decision that was created from divine forces uh, without urgency. Nothing more, nothing less. Well, here's an example of how children do it without even um, second-guessing themselves. Um here, I'll do my best here. Forgive me for being long-winded. Uh, husband and wife with children get divorced. Um, the husband lives across town. The wife lives with uh, herself in another house. And they, they share custody of, of their kids. And the kids 
being young, between the age of three and eight. And mom gives the kids to dad for the week of, of responsibilities. And mom stays at home alone. And one day mom comes home and sees that the house is dirty as if the kids were there. <clears throat> well, <clears throat> that's because one of the kids was there because when he is in his perfect state of inspiration, he can bilocate. He can envision his environment being where he was playing and where he preferred to play maybe at that moment and can't tell the difference just because he prefers mommy's sandbox versus daddy's sandbox in a split second and then go back into that reality. That's what you all are going to start doing too, but you can't see it happening because it's so fast. So again, there's no such thing as time or space. And if you could see what I see, you all look like you're playing in a movie and you're stopping and starting it, getting on timelines that aren't yours. Like I'm going to be late for my electric bill, things like that. So to break that down, because that's really interesting, the, that's just so interesting, the time and space. I mean, our minds have been so programmed to believe in time and space. It's, I know that's a real tough one for people to get their mind around. So in that example, um, so in that example, if the mother came home early or wherever she was and came into the house, would she in fact see the little boy? So she saw food and mess on the ground as an example from the kids or the child, whatever the example was, um, would she see the child and freak out and go, how on earth could he be here? I know he's with his father right now. Uh, is that possible or are they two simultaneous realities, um, parallel realities, or if she believed it was possible, would she see it? Is it just her mind not believing it's possible that she doesn't see it? Like can you explain that more because I know time, space and Reality is a tough one for most of us. Right. So that's a great example. Thank you. Of So one individual, the child, has no doubt that uh, that they can go to the sandbox they prefer. And the other individual, mom, doesn't expect the, the child to be there. And there's no way the child could be in their reality because they don't expect them to be home because they're at their dad. So both gods have a different reality at a different time. So that's why mom sees the food on the floor, as an example that you gave, and the child was able to eat the food and drop it, but they happen in different sequence of events from the knowledge and belief systems. So um, I, I, another question was given to me recently. Okay, so I get the, I get the point where um, now there's nothing behind me until I turn around. I can totally get that. Okay, I can get there. There's nothing on the other side of the wall until I go around the wall. Good with that. But if I cut down a tree, how can there be furniture? Because the tree has the same consciousness we do. Ah, so if I was to kill you and I used your bones for jewelry, you still exist then, don't you? Because you're a subset of... of uh, physicality. So that dimensional reality, physicality in this case, whether you're a tree or a bone from a person, it exists because it created it. God created it. You made a tree, you made a bone. So the child in this case, who made the experience, he made the experience of the food on the ground, the toy on the ground, and you came through the forest and saw it. Yeah, it's just a fascinating example. I love that one because um, 
the person who told you that story, it's quite quite incredible because if they saw the physical um, sandbox messed up, changed to how it was or whatever, whatever you said, the food on the ground, the crumbs or whatever, that is, uh, that's physical. So it's not just that the spirit came and had a play while mum was out, oh, I'm going to come home and have a play at mother's and go back. It was physical remnants. So that's fascinating because it's like physically the child was there but that's, it seems impossible to our minds to grasp that's right and that's, that's amazing and that's some of the hidden truths as you can imagine that's going to be tough information for a lot of people that are going to a to z overnight um and that's why the project review with q is so valuable so if we all understand how timelines work in relationship to our true faith imagine how fast this place will be incredible so so basically um in conclusion children are just so incredible because they have zero doubt and fear they believe they believe everything is possible they have limitless consciousness so the child could do that with no problem and for for most of us adults that's really difficult and i know you do that all the time because you have those abilities or your hindrances aren't as strong so um sort of reminds me of being a child and playing with the fairies yet they're there and re- they're there and I can see them and no one else can see them so it's like because I believe I can see them I can see them and I'm in a parallel reality to my brother right next to me as example as a child who can't see them but they're there and I'm touching them and they're there giving me kisses so it's like it's, it's just really that's just a really incredible one I love the topic of space and time and all of that yeah, so uh, so our children are great examples, most of them, um, except the ones I beat daily. Um, the, uh, <laughs> the children are just an outstanding example of they're living in their dream state and can't tell the difference and don't want to tell the difference until we tell them to clean up their rooms. And, and so uh, the pixie in all of us is our natural rudder angle indicator, which way we're turning, is been that that truth has been hidden from us. And so if I was to answer the question that's redundantly, what's different about 2000 years ago in here is we forgot that. And, and we had a lot of help to forget that. So don't blame anybody. Yeah. So basically if we all went back to living like we were when we were children, the problems on this planet would be instantly solved because they don't do what they don't want to do. If you tell them <laughs> to eat something or go somewhere they don't want to go there, not going to do it. That's that's right. And so when we talk about getting our natural abilities back, uh, you're getting your computer back, but it comes in the shape of a heart. And so children, they don't do things they don't prefer. And so they live more synchronistic in their life. Um, look at how birds fly in a, in a group. Uh, again, I know I'm preaching to the choir for a lot of you. Look how peep, uh, the fish swim in a school. Uh, they don't think about it. They do it because they're inspired. And that's why, you know, a lot of whales, uh, a lot of big game like elephants and so forth, they, they have no time for us because they, they can see us processing information only with our heads. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So people that um, are trying to succeed and want, want a lot of money and want financial freedom and they just keep making decisions through their head to make the money and keep not succeeding. Uh, that's a whole example of this in the RV and the project review with Q. If they were living, if people could just 
not worry about the dollar sign and go with their passion, the perfect slipstream of synchronicity would flow and it would all come into their field. I suppose that's a part of what you're teaching with Project Review with Q. That's correct. The funny thing about that is I don't feel like I'm teaching anything. I'm just reminding what we already know. So for me, it's remember when we used to live in uh, (laughs) the world of purple planets, etc. Um, well, I have those memories and I know what it's, it's like. And that's the only value I, I, I bring is I, I can be more than one place at one time. And so can you. And so um, it, it is, it is fascinating how much information has been hidden from us. Uh, just the, the energy taken to make sure we don't know anything is, is, absolutely fascinating that you would work so hard at stopping God, which is impossible to stop. Anything from you? Carry on. Beautiful. Turns out that's a cat, not a marsupial. Huh. Okay. All right. So the short version is um, I'm tired of seeing my brothers and sisters being mind controlled. And that's why we're doing project review with Q and we're going to reinstate We're going to re- reinstate our new abilities. And we're going to quit being called the Siri of, of the galaxies. And I'm very excited about it. Um, and that's right. Saddam Hussein is one of my heroes. Hard to explain, huh? Okay. So let's get on point here with Project Reviews Q. Bear with me here as I get some of... Um, I'm going to drop again. We're going to have a lot of people that are making the transition from, oh, my God, the banks are closed to what's meditation and so forth. Uh, You know who you are that can help these people. But in the meantime, there's going to be a lot of people in between going, come on, this is not an alien war. Come on. We would see them. And I assure you, the aliens are very good at not showing their identity and the technology they really have. They're coming out of the programs. I'm, I assure you, cutting and pasting people's time is a walk in the park. Okay, They can regress us. So when you talk about healing beds, I kind of laugh because you can regenerate a human identical to you and put your spirit consciousness right back in. Uh, that's how they did it in the programs in the industrial military complex. That's why Mr. Kennedy was murdered, et cetera, et cetera. They can take a body and put your consciousness right back into it, and it can look identical to the one you just left. They can anti-age you. They can progressively age you. They can do all sorts of things with the technology here the way they've made this this human being. So uh, please be patient with some of the healing promotions that are coming out. Some of them might be fake. Some of them might be authentic. Nothing is more powerful than your ability. So anything outside of you is outside of you. So when we look at healing beds as an example, and you're going to watch some of this technology come out, and it's going to be helpful, it's still less powerful than your capabilities because you can do so much. Um, In saying that, because obviously that's true and that's so beautiful, 
to make sure we know the powers within us, not from the outside. Uh, but as we are, we've been hindered for so long, and we are growing out of it. And none of uh, most of us don't don't truly know how to heal ourselves, or we're we're learning. But especially with more serious issues, um, the healing beds. Would you agree? Are a beautiful stepping stone to that because although it's something outside of ourselves helping us, essentially it is us healing us with the help of that technology, isn't it? Like if somebody doesn't believe, if somebody's like, oh, my body can't heal but the healing bed will heal me, then no, they won't heal. But if they know that they're working in in perfect synchronicity with the healing bed, it's like a stepping stone to being able to fully heal yourself as we probably could have thousands of years ago. Yeah, so... um some of the portal technology that's still here, you can look at the Egyptian pyramids as an example. Though there was healing capabilities, uh, obviously when you when you work with um, the only true mathematics in the universe is uh, geometry. When you so as an example, when you do work with your natural um, uh, geometry, it's all you are anyway. So is a Merkaba? Did I say it right? Merkaba, thank you. Yeah, all right. Um, the, uh, is all you really need. So, you know, if if there was one tool we would use with our children each and every day, and that would be to have them sit in a pyramid for maybe 15, 20 minutes a day, maybe a copper one or gold one or what have you. And it'd be in our schools and education system. And that would also be a way to, um, sort, extrapolate information. So that is correct. That's correct. Anything else? No, that's beautiful. All right. Oh, I just wanted to so I wanted to just clear up because there was a question asked. Um, so sacred geometry is in fact very sacred and very real. And uh, would that be correct? And it's more the, the the numbers that are alien. So when what's the what about when when we put sacred geom- geometry? with numbers by people of the light that have great um, understanding but we but are still using numbers somewhat because that's what we've been given on earth numbers we understand they're alien negative alien when I say that term um yeah what's your thoughts on that so sacred geometry is in fact real because a lot of people are asking what's real what's fake it is in fact real and numbers are alien is that correct yeah, so I, I, I'm going to make a lot of friends with this statement, as you know. Um, so you, once you start, you, you can start vetting my information if if you if you are struggling with these statements. Um, where did measurement come from? Well, it came from numerology of some kind, right? So you you really can't measure anything based on numerology, because now what is what is a numeral in the first place? So what, what you're going to find, you're going to end up, you can, you can beat this horse as much as you want, but you're going to see once you put a numerology with geometry, you've now limited what the scale of your recognition of a geometric pattern is. So as I envision a flower growing, I can't really measure its distance from me, how fast it's going to grow. And as soon as I put a numerology with it, I've limited its height and what it is now. And so that's some of the technology that's been hidden from you is 
soon as you put hindrances and measurements to things, you've actually limited its capabilities of, uh, of advancing or expansion. Um, so we don't, there's nothing limited in the universe at all. There are no limitations. There's just a lower frequency. So that's why it's so fun to be at this lower frequency because it is very stable if we would work with it. That's what, for me, that's what's very fun about lower frequencies is there is a very heavy, dense bush in front of me. Look, I can, I can touch it. I can talk to it. Uh, That's been hidden from us. You can talk to plants, animals, grass, everything. Uh, And because we weren't educated on it. We've, we've lost those abilities. We, we've been stuck in an electronic cave. So yeah, it's very fascinating. So geometry is uh, now going to be your primary focus for um, building and so forth, because the energetics of a building, as an example, will be supported for uh, longevity, uh, sustainability, and so forth. Uh, why we every home isn't made of stone is beyond me and sand or earth, uh, uh, denser earth materials that sustain themselves. Why are the pyramids still level, as an example? Yeah, okay, that's beautiful. I just wanted to clear that up about sacred geometry because I had a dear friend, also known as Prince, have me draw <laughs> draw out some amazing sacred geometrical patterns and they were the true true patterns and I realize a lot of the jewelry and symbols made the dark the matrix whatever we call it have um you know interfered and they take they'll take out one part of it to so the so that the pattern isn't whole so if you're using sacred geometry best to probably do it yourself and draw it yourself on that note what's your favorite band Artists, probably Prince and Sting, among many others. Duran Duran, for sure. Duran Duran, huh? For sure. Mm. <laughs> There's oh. a lot. You just got me on the spot with yes. <laughs> Very good. That's what we do here. All right, well, let's keep working here. Um, this is our radio show. We- Depeche Mode. Depeche Mode, huh? <laughs> Sounds familiar. Um, okay, so... Again, I want to encourage, I'll, I'll get back on track here as I consider this a uh, business show, if you will, um, with excitement and joy. Um, project review with Q, I want to continue there. Um, first, first item, again, I'm going to remind everybody, um, please don't make a bunch of work for yourself. If, if you have already been in um, RV groups, uh, reevaluation groups, waiting for your jubilee. That's what we don't want you to do anymore. Um, we want we're we're going to put our foots forward. First thing uh, we can do with Project Review with Q is assemble a three-page presentation. Um, uh, we're going to get through a lot of these quick and start sorting them in a way uh, that has priorities that you may not be aware of yet, because y- you are going to create them in project review view Um, must realize in the RV in the quantum financial system, never forget this. You are the most vital component of your project. What is the most vital component of your project? It's you. And it's the most vital component of everything you do is understanding, re-understanding the faith 
never lying to yourself anymore. And this is how the abundance and jubilee is going to be distributed to you. It's all here now. So this RV is deep, deep, deep. You have no more SWIFT system. You, these banks, are, are they, they're all dead. They're all collapsed. Um, the only thing keeping them alive is you keep using them. And so what's out there is all they're going to get. They're not getting any more, and they have quite a while. Anyway, um, this is way easier and way more fun. As we work as a collective individually and we show each other our new abilities, it is so fun. You're going to have just a blast. This next five years is humongous change for planet Earth. Please don't get hung up on the number five years or any of it, but I assure you, uh, when you have conscious computing, you can see much of the direction of the evolution of the, of the planet. Um, the people that do have time traveling capabilities that are on the planet um, have have no doubt that we are headed to a whole new new era, and we might call it the Aquarius age. Age of Aquarius, love it. Um, so, so for all the people listening, we get numbers of from the radio saying up, you know, millions and millions and millions of listeners catch, catch your shows. So if, you know, 30 million people or more, more, more as they get shared, just live through their heart and make decisions through their heart, also known as their spirit, their core, that um, will, that will accelerate that, um, that number of 2030 and we're not, like we never want to give a number, right? If everybody changes their ways today and lives like a child, like a three-year-old <laughs> in their decision-making and their passion and their inspiration, their excitement, those things that make them buzz and fly and be in bliss, I mean, it could be next year, not 2030. That's correct. We hold it for everybody that isn't doing that. We hold it because we're so powerful. So anyone that's cloned or asleep or all of that, we will hold it for the whole planet. That's right. What, one of my favorite passions that gets brought to me um, almost immediately with the RV is when you can't tax the other guy's money, um, you don't really have a need for compartmentalizing us into individual states. So as an example, the United States of America was designed, um, whether you like it or not, to be 50 countries. And... Um, if they if if some bad guys were successful, each state might have its own money too. And as we can see, they weren't successful. But imagine a world where there is no taxation on goods and services and buy metal products border to border. Uh, what will happen and is going to happen? And I look forward to all the humanitarians, volunteers, all the ideas, project reviews that come through that support that when you don't have uh, a means of exchange in the way of trade, um, well, you don't, you, you, this taxation is only to create revenue for a demarcated geography. So why do we need borders all of a sudden? So the border war is really about the bad guys still trading human bodies and and so forth. But more importantly, the border wars are about uh, gross domestic byproducts, products, and revenue. Um, what, what's the purpose of tax? 
uh, taxes for hierarchical systems. Um, my favorite subject is the Internal Revenue Service. Um, uh, the private corporation owns the IRS. Um, I can tell you where you need to go, and it and it and it, it starts in my bathroom. And so this is a ridiculous little game of taxation. Um, no, no one should be a slave to this system ever again. And I'll, I'll be uh, first in line to uh, speak um, to these fools who have decided uh, that we don't know better um, because that's not true at all. And we're getting all of our feedback underneath us. Forgive me for preaching on my soapbox. Uh, anything from my newly uh, trained commentator? <laughs> Carry on, please. I was, I was afra- yeah, I was afraid you were going to say that. <laughs> Carry on. Okay, so um, we talked about the new abilities. Anyway, let's keep going here. So first things first, show up with Project Review, get registered uh, with BBS. Um Don's going to kill me for saying that, but we're 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 real close to having your portal set up. Uh, by the time this uh, show airs, it should be full full speed ahead. The show be ready to present three page. Uh, we'll probably do tw- uh, twenty minute increments to start with, and then we're going to start sorting. We're going to have a communication portal for you to uh, uh, just a simple email to get your presentations to us beforehand and we're going to categorize you like maybe you've done in some of your other groups. Uh, but we're going to do it differently because it's going to be prioritized and the project review will each show a project review for lack of a better term. Uh, each presentation will have uh, similar type projects. And then uh, what that's going to do is you're going to see the successes fairly quickly in your own individual group. So as an example, all the construction guys, uh, project review will will be different than in the future than say the 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 healthcare projects, and so it should go pretty quick. I expect us to get this done within you know roughly ninety days, and uh, I want to see several redemptions uh, projects done, and then ask everybody how much farther they want to take it, and then or be support, and then of course. Uh, Ideally, I'll jump on some of these projects, too, because we're not going to need Q and we're going to have a lot of other administrators, coaches, uh, teachers and so forth as we move forward here. And that's that's how most of us have asked me to uh, to help. And we want it to to mature the way everyone wants it to mature, not not uh, no one's going to have to say all of anything anymore. Um, We all get to choose any comments from the commentator and training. I don't think you need any training. From my experience, you've never had a problem. You, so. yeah, yeah, I've never, I've never seen you not have a, <laughs> any problem finding a comment. So, so with redemption, um, so people will be put, uh, so they know what to expect. I mean, you're going to be getting thousands and thousands of individuals. So it's not one on one as such. You'll be, be being put into like like-hearted groups so to speak and things like that yeah so that's a great opportunity for all of us so let's say the construction guys as an example they all have a widget they want to invent uh, distribute what have you uh what's the problem with all giving them the same 
resource to go do that. We, we don't need to have our own individual resources anymore because it's everyone's. You just go get the resource, as an example. Um, who said British Petroleum could own all the fuel on the planet? It's ours, as an example. Exxon, you can go take a flying fill in the gap. Uh, it's not your oil, it's ours, um, and et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And by the way, the metal that we create at the, at the, at the steel mill is ours too. There's no more revenue-producing activity for an individual. It's for all of us. And that's, that's what's different about this planet in the last several hundred years is somebody thinks that we own something when we're actually just borrowing the resources from the planet that we, we all deserve. I feel like a broken record. Yeah, so that's what's exciting. And that's why we don't need to have so much granularity for each other's projects. We just need faith in each and every person to know that there's no more lack of here there is just participation excitement would it would it be true to say um people don't need to get nervous or hung up on having a big uh you know a business plan that business is not not probably the right word but a plan written up that's great if they do fantastic if they do but also don't don't hold back and and hide and stop yourself being a part of this because you might not have anything written out at all. It might just be in your eyes, you might feel it's really humble and small and you might feel intimidated or nervous to come forth. I just want everyone to know that no matter how small and small and uh, humble the individual might be, um, if it's coming from their heart and in pure passion and inspiration and they just you know, then then it's just as valid as a really big organized project by somebody else. Yeah, that's right. So you're going to see um, that this is going to mature very quickly once you remove the doubt of I need something before I can do something. You don't. Um, I think uh, a few years back we did a show with Charlie Ward and we gave the uh, example of one day you're gonna you're gonna get excited that you want a bicycle, and uh, and there's a guy across town who's really excited about making bikes. Why why would you need anything more or less? You don't you don't really see this world here in its maturity because there's a couple guys in the middle called banks telling you you need something before you get the bicycle, and. Um, it's all over, folks. I'm going to tell you right now, when you start looking at our collective consciousness, you can actually see that none of us like money. We just want things. So it's it's quite fascinating. When you get to see all everyone's consciousness, you'll realize that everybody, for the most part, if they, they're, they're, they have spirit in them, they love, they create. They have passion and all the other emotions are constructed. Fear, doubt, they're all outside themselves. And so that's what's changing. Any other questions? Perfect. Okay. So learning how to self-qualify your project is really um, what's really fun about Project Review with Q. Um, And maybe the most valuable. And because once you learn how to do it, uh, it, you can come into play with yourself in every decision you make and you can help others 
because the tool you use to self-qualify, am I really excited about my idea and participating in my idea, or do I just have a really good idea that's going to help my community or my family or my house, uh, my, excuse me, the world. So self-qualifying um, your projects and or your desire for implementation, the new whatever, healing, and it doesn't really matter, um, really has to do with practicing how to make decisions that you don't know the outcome of, but you have as the primary focus you're excited about doing, executing. It does not come from the brain. And so if there's one value I bring, I will hang my hat on that. Once you get used to the pattern recognition of making choices with, um, without your mind, without doubt, it just, where we're at in the evolution of, the, of humanity and the evolution of your planet in the ascension cycle, that, <clears throat> that uh, tenacity that's built in all of us, you cannot stop. Um, the only thing that stops us is mind energy, uh, doubt. How come if I do this, this is going to happen? That's the help I want to be, and that's how you self-qualify your projects. See, no one can tell you whether you have a good project or not. So that's the one thing about teaching yourself how to self-qualify your project. That's well where I would like to start help being of help is no one can tell you if you have a good project or not. I don't care that, that you're going to have access to a conscious computer. There's no right or wrong. Um, there is only a decision you're going to make, whether it's from your heart or from your mind. So um, the project review, when we start uh, looking at the advances, the projects get, advancing and maturation, maturity, whatever you like there, you're going to see how fun it is to track them based on the individual's decision-making process. Do they really want to do it or do they have to do it? Did they do it because that's the way it's supposed to work or it's the way they don't care how it works, they just want to do it? There, there's going to be so much of that. That's how we'll all learn collectively. Um, and uh, so the projects that we'll initially start with are going to uh, uh, really expose how one gets to where um, they are because they either used the mind and or intrinsic decision-making process or, or passionate, heart-based processes. And I'm not endorsing uh, being a spastic with a – with the windmill on top of their head because you're in love and light and, and, uh, and you're not responsible, but it, it just takes practice based on um, this, the standard overview of humanity's doctrinization of that. You need to, you need to think rationally or else it's not going to work because this is the way we do things here. That that's going out the window as you start looking at quantum and or conscious computing, uh, you'll see that everything is possible. And so I thank you for that statement. Any other questions? Uh, not yet. Thank you. Uh, what I'm trying to say is I don't know it all. You do. And so that'll be the value of Project Review with Q is laying solid groundwork. Um, 
so we can learn how to work with our work together with our with our bricks and so forth. Uh, the feedback that we need is very, very important for all of us. So that's why we need lots and lots of participants. Um, the insight from each project, regardless of its type or scale, initially is going to be our lessons learned. The great successes we're going to get are um, not exclusive. I, I know we're going to have we have several science projects. Uh, a lot of engineering projects, um, medical advances and things of that nature. It will never excuse that if it doesn't have passion, if it doesn't have excitement, if it doesn't have that heart-based intrigue, it's not going to go anywhere. And so as much as I want to be the gym coach here, you're going to learn as you're to pre-qualifying through project tracking uh, the motions that you executed and the lessons learned for all of us and for yourself. And now when you get up in the morning, you'll know whether you want to get a glass of juice or a coffee based on your heart or your body. Um, and that's really exciting because you're going to find that if you have them both, your health is going to improve and you're going to have a very, very, very happy life. Um, uh, project review, again, the, the next line item I want to make sure the value that you get out of it is uh, the instant networking capability. Um, with the resources and ideas. Um, so when we network now, it's going to be different than I have to network with this person because they're making a construction project similar to mine versus I want to because they're – they're, they have some really good ideas, and I really like that person. So just because you're allocated into a uh, maybe a direction because you're you're standardized with other other type people and their ideas doesn't mean you have to work with them because you may not see them the same way. You may not be passionate about what, what they are. So don't be too concerned about the categorical uh, initial organizational alignment we use with Project Review with Q is um, just – just use it as a starting point for your inspiration and wa watch a couple rounds go by and choose where you want to get on the merry-go-round because you don't have to, we're not going to, the volunteers I've identified so far, we don't have an opinion how and where, how much of your participation is, is put into this. We just want to make sure we're serving you. So, uh, I consider everybody that comes to Project Review my customer. And so I want you happy. And if you have better ideas, um, that is the purpose for project the project alignment section, we assume. is We need all of us collaborating and, hey, maybe there's a better way to do this, Mr. Q. And, and that's exactly why I want to get us all organized. Do you have an opinion? So some, some projects have already been um... – being the resources have already been uh, distributed to some some people in their projects. Is that correct? It's already started. Yeah, I'm going to hold my tongue because um, the first the, the the way we're starting here around the world. And of course, you're not going to get uh, network TV to cover it, but what what you're seeing is though the 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 maturity of the projects so far are because people have 
not waited for anything. Um, they have, they, they've known what's coming. Um, they know that if they live their life in perfect harmony with their faith, um, all the resources show up instantly and or synchronistically. And so remember, there's no such thing as time except what clocks measure. The only thing that could probably be measured is doubt. How much doubt comes into your field each day? How much fear comes into your doubt, your, 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 your field each day? And so, yes, there are several projects around the globe that are in, in representation of formal funding or informal funding. And, uh, you know, you can look at the various groups that have non-disclosure agreements. A lot of those guys um, have already had their projects reviewed in a way that may be more intrinsic, but nonetheless, they're a good starting point. Uh, you'll also notice the projects that have been um, maybe com compartmentalized into a priority have to do with um, making sure we can survive when we get off the teat, so to speak. Uh, food, water, uh sustainable lives for survival that don't need a means of exchange once you set them up. So uh, certainly being sovereign in your day in and day out um, uh, lifestyle is, is gotta be number one. Um, we, we, we don't need to rely on anybody else. We have an entire planet of resources. Any other questions there? No, not really for project review. That's great. Okay. Um, all right, let's see. Showing your new ability. Okay, I clicked this one. I think we covered that. Um, where are we at in the RV? Okay, project transparency. Okay, we talked a little bit about this, but the, the system improvements um, for, our, for our biosphere obviously will have a lot to do with innovations. And so I want people that cons consider themselves, um, let's say, holding intellectual property because it's valuable. So as an example, I know how to build my kite this way so it flies higher, but I'm not going to tell anybody how to do it because I want to make money off it. Uh, those days are going away. So uh, please don't be discouraged if you want to keep your IP, intellectual property. Uh, I'm, we're not going to judge you by any means. Um, but when you have a conscious computing system, you, there's not going to be any secrets. There's only going to be passion. So if everybody knows every free energy device on the planet, we're now we're going to decide who's passionate about building them. And the conscious computing system would be you, would it not? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be that. Yeah, and so I'll have the intellectual property for everybody on the planet. <laughs> no, but can you can you explain that to people? How essentially, well, we go back right to the beginning here, where you used to explain who and what you are and how it all works, uh, which I think people find really fascinating. But conscious computer and you, here, how how are you related? And how so? Essentially, when people come to you and bring their projects they're facing the con conscious computer, so to speak, through you. Have you been drinking? <laughs> Is that correct? I'm going to start singing. <clears throat> I thought that was, um, <laughs> I think I set myself up, didn't I? 
All right. So we can actually use me um, for uh, uh, questions and answer what it looks like when you don't have hindrances from your DNA. And so uh, everyone's at the risk of being arrogant and flip. Everyone's going to be like me in that you can get information from source. And in the meantime, you're going to get it from all of us through a gateway. So, yes, I'm one of your counselors, but I'm also a tool to help you see um, a lot of information that you may not have access to once you bring it to me. And it's not it's not to be disingenuous or arrogant. It, that's just how it works. There's no secrets in the universe on planet Earth anymore. And a lot of you are getting those abilities back. You know things, but you don't know why you know them. That's going to be very, very, very common to be able to discern information, as you call it, and actually use it. And so that's one of the reasons I'm uh, I'm excited about participating is um, you can feel the truth in everything now. Um, you can feel the facts and figures if they marry with your inner truth. And that's how you create universes, your, your independent universe. So you have it right. So basically the Alliance and the White Hats and the, the Creation Lightship and all these, all these uh, beings that are a part of the plan to help us, they are reading through you. You are a part of the conscious computer. So when people are having their projects reviewed, if they're to basically see if they're coming from their mind, greed and the wrong sort of intentions or their heart, that is a, that, that's you? determining that so to speak could we say yeah so on the q post example my my input is the only ones where there's swear words should we make you <laughs> should we make you explain the q post again you've never been yeah. asked that before <laughs> i'm yeah. kidding i'm not derailing the show thanks <laughs> um yeah yeah the q posts are probably the best propaganda on the planet ever um I like it. Yeah, it's a great example, though. That, that's a, no, but don't confuse people. It's very real. It's just yeah. So yeah. So the cupos are exactly what you're all capable of doing, and that is um, seeing seeing um, a bandwidth. Here, I'll give you an example. On most um, multi-dimensional vessels, you call them spaceships. Multi-dimensional vessels. When they go into a region, a planetary region they've never been to before, have a quadrant where they're exploring, uh, they all have conscious uh, scanning capability. So um, the protection around me in many days, um, they look like helicopters. They may not be helicopters for the public, but they use scanners to see um, if I'm being attacked or there's consciousness sneaking up on me, things like that. So it's very common technology to be able to scan a geography or a planet and see what level of consciousness is there. That's what a good, that's a good um, overview of what the Q posts are. Um, there, there are people that have computer programs that do a pretty good job of it. Um, and the reason they're so successful with mapping our decision and where we're going is because the volume of people who are on computers now. But that does not excuse that everyone has free choice each and every second. So they're absolutely going to be incorrect <coughs> unless they're trying to steer humanity. So my, one of my pet peeves is people with these supercomputers who, <laughs> I'll, I'll be careful here, these supercomputers, beautiful people, I'm sure, 
and they tell people what's going to happen next. And guess what happens? It does happen next because everybody believes it instead of knows it. And so we want to get away from that and look at consciousness as unlimited. There's no, there's no timeline that cannot be, uh, let's say, undermined by reactive and or belief systems. So it doesn't come, come one, come all um, is my opinion. And let's examine all of, all of the understandings we have in inspiration only. Um, if you're struggling with some of this, this direction, please go to Creation Lightship um, and clear your thoughts. Uh, there's lots of healing modalities there. We created it for you. Um, that, is a, that is a real team member of ours. Uh, you like to call it Alliance, my, my new commentator. I don't know that I'm comfortable with that, but this is how the ascension cycles work. We, we stay at the shoulder, both sides of the ascension cycle. Uh, we did it 2,000 years ago as well. Uh, much of that information has been lost. Uh, no, I did not have children, uh, but I did hang out with people with children. So <clears throat> we'll go into a lot of biblical stories here in the future. I look forward to it. I'll give you the true history of myself and Mary. Um, it's it's a <clears throat> much simpler story than your Bible has given you and, and more progressive just like today, it was all about going within. Um, so I think we're getting down to the end of my list here. Is there anything else you think we should talk about? Um, I was gonna, I was gonna mention, uh, I was gonna just mention um, meditation because we did have a question about that. Um, somebody wanted to ask because you'd mentioned that before. So I, that that's a really interesting topic to me because. Um, there's nothing, meditation is beautiful and perfect as well. And you're not saying there's anything wrong with meditation, but um, you're also saying that every moment of every day is a state of meditation if you're simply in your heart centre. Is that correct? So it's, there's nothing wrong with having quiet time away from the family, away from the busy life. And as long as you can sink into your heart and you're not sitting there in your mind saying, shush mind, shush mind. Oh my God, why can't I shush my mind? Um, Cause then you could be, obviously the mind energy is how the, the bad guys can abduct you. Um, can you explain more about that? Like, and how you don't, you'll sit for hours quietly, but you're not meditating. You're just living. That's how we should all just be living right? <laughs> without entertainment, without a smartphone showing us reels of, mindless photos just being alone with oneself in perfect bliss because the perfect bliss is within your very core within your very self yeah thank you um i I guess to be consistent what where we usually start and end this conversation if you're meditating then how come you're not in peace energy to begin with and not to belittle that we like to make exciting choices through our heart but the mind is just there to observe the experience and then go on to the next experience. See, nothing, nothing matters. It's already gone. So how, how can we keep processing information over and over and over again when we're sitting on the beach alone? Thinking and thinking. Aren't we just examining? Why do we attach emotions? That's not us. If there's emotions coming from our brain, that is not us. We are always in perfect peace. And so the, the telecommunications 
tool on top of your head known as the brain is designed to store, receive, transmit all at the same time. Um, and I'm sorry, but we're very volatile. So meditation for me is seeking for something outside of yourself. Is it good to meditate? Um, I'd like us to start saying, is it good to stop thinking? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And then feel the information that comes to your heart and then observe the choices you're going to make from the heart, i.e. being a completely indentured service master of your heart. Uh, so um, I love anybody working on themselves. But if you're going to look at the word itself, meditate, uh, you can already see it's flawed. I guarantee you uh, the interactions with the aliens here are relying on you living with emotions that have nothing to do with your heart. Again, I know I'm a broken record. If you think being scared was created by you, you're completely wrong. If you think that fear was created by you, you're completely wrong. Your mind created that. So again, creation lightship helps you with that. It's, I, I encourage everybody to get over there if they're struggling with abductions, they've seen aliens, uh, anything like that. Most most physical aliens usually are a fairly positive experience. The ones you can't see is what I, I talk about. So um, we're, we're going to get pretty close to the end of the story here today. I think five more minutes. I say five. Again, who's running the show here? <laughs> I say ten. Um, so, it, so I just on that note because that's interesting, and we have a few people. We have many people asking and talking about that. So, when they uh, many people um, when they meditate, they're hoping to find guides in the woo woo club, as you love to call it, the spiritual community, which can be absolutely amazing, but also has great infiltration because obviously, if the dark aliens want to confuse the people that are awakening they're going to deeply infiltrate the first step that you go to as you're awakening which is spiritual videos and you know books and all this sort of stuff so just know that just really use your discernment and your heart with a lot of the stuff you're turning to listening to reading because a lot of it is obviously infiltrated and hijacked but yeah a lot lot of people are looking for a guides or someone to help them because that's just the way they've conditioned us that they'll always be a hero or someone that will help us and guide us it's just always from not within us from all the religions all of us it's never us it's somebody else that's going to help you Mm. um so i suppose that's a part of the problem with maybe some people's meditation they're hoping to hear some kind of a guide or someone guide them and tell them and a lot of the time that is not the you just said something really interesting the other day on one of the shows. Um, higher frequency beings wouldn't come in and tell you what to do ever. Okay. Yeah, that's a great example. So when I hear people channeling somebody and they know their name, um, did you get their ID? Is a my high f- frequency being would never have an identity, would they? No, they absolutely not. They, they created, I can tell you, when the conscious gateways were brought here, we had to invent which was my legacy name, uh, a title so that people could understand what direction the people extrapolating that gateway information could understand the direction that the information is coming from with an identity because they couldn't figure out why knowledge was coming from somewhere when they're typing on their computer back. So they, they thought they were talking to God. Well, they're talking to God, all right, 
which is all of us. And apparently we need an identity to call it a thing. What direction is the information coming from? Well, it's coming from Q. Okay. What's your real name? <laughs> okay. So that, that's my best part. That's my best attempt at making light of uh, lower frequency beings want to control the outcomes. They want to direct you. They want to give you life advice. Uh, unfortunately, some of these channelers, they are getting good information about legacy and information on our planet and other places in the universe. But at the end of the day, it's still outside of yourself. And I'm not endorsing channeling. I'm saying it's still outside of yourself. You are not going to have to worry about second guessing knowledge very, very soon. Yeah. So on that note, that's perfect. Because on that note, you could be channeling some really beautiful beings that could be true. This is the question (laughs) in a statement. But so you could be channeling beings that are really beautiful and pure of intention. But uh, then the next day, a uh, uh, dark, freaky-deaky being comes in mimicking that light being and muddles up your information. And before you know it, your light information is muddled up with dark information and that's how they do it. They're tricky and they're smart. So people should just always be aware of that, I suppose. Yeah, so it's it's important to, to know that you because we're at a lower frequency, we could maybe title the difference between higher mind and lower mind. I, I, I might, you might be able to get me to commit to that model of looking at our consciousness, our collective consciousness, source, light, as your higher mind. But it's not a thing. It's you. It is, it is what your spirit is capable of, is uh, looking at all the, all the experiences you've ever had and that's what you're doing in the universe. You are out creating nothing more, nothing less. You are creating, and we're all enjoying that experience together. That's how I would see it. The Woo Woo Club. I do want to get that T-shirt one day. <laughs> I'm going to get the one that says, uh, get a picture of Saddam Hussein and make him my hero too. Hero shirt. I'm probably not going to do well with that one. Oh, you need to explain that on a future show. I think that's fantastic and it speaks for all the, the, you know, the people over there that were, you know, the story was never told of what truly happened. I think there's so much we've got to talk about in the future. It's exciting. Yeah, that will. Well, I think I think I want to call it a day unless you have anything else you want to tell. You did a very good job today, by the way. Do you want to do other jobs? Thank you. Um, yeah, nope. well, you didn't get to sing today because you you spoke that amazing inspirational quote, um, which was written on the for the people dot space. If anyone wants to see, it's right on the homepage, isn't it? But that's that was so moving. So I just wanted to say, um, yeah, all my love to all the beautiful people listening. And um, if you wanted to, because you missed out on Q's divine singing <laughs> earlier. Uh, please uh, all let's all join in and listen to a fantastic song out loud today turned up really loud falling by Duran Duran and sing it and dance and maybe the frequency of this planet will all rise really 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 fast and may your spirit sing I love you all bye thank you thank you thank you stay tuned I uh, can't wait for your participation, Project Review with Q, and we'll end this show like this. I command prime creation to give us all of us now. I command prime creation to increase our life force energy now and forever. I command prime creation to give all to all. Thank you, thank you, thank you. 
five four three two one now. And so it will be. BBS Radio, thanks for helping us today. We'll call the show. Cheers. Cheers.